0: On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you, thanks for listening, and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to
1: fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot
0: with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. Yes, this is me. You hear my voice. I am back again. (laughs) I know everybody's been sitting there going, I would love to hear Heath's voice right now.
2: They said, I want to hear that redneck voice again. Heck
0: yeah. That's right. We got the whole crew in. We got Jenny, Zach, Matt. We're all back together. Hello. Hello. Hey.
2: Oh, hey, guys. Oh, my gosh. It's like a family reunion. I
0: know. It's wild. It's really wild. What's even wilder is the fact that we're sitting in our house that we've been talking about for three plus years about building that a lot of people probably thought we were making it up like we weren't really doing yeah. it.
3: Listeners can probably hear the cavernous living room that we're <laughs> yeah. sitting in yeah. here right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: I know, you guys. Oh my gosh. First of all, I, I feel like we never got, it was like, we went from all of us doing the, these episodes, you know, every single week to then the pandemic happened, then I started a new job and then started producing these sit downs, you know, as a part of that new job and thought, well, let's share those on this platform during this time of distancing when we're not able to all get together. And then that just, I, I, I mean, my gosh, how insane is it? I thought that would be for maybe a month. I thought, oh, we'll do four of these episodes, and then we'll all mm-hmm. be back together again, and things will be back to normal. And that was a good seven months ago. So it feels
0: like it.
3: Yeah.
2: we figured it would be fun to sit in our living room and distance with our friends because, we, I mean, we've seen, like, nobody.
3: Well, yeah. On, I mean, on top of all that, I mean, you starting a new job, work being what it is, you're moving into a, a new house that has been what three, four years in the making. Yeah. Uh, what was that like? Like having to do all this stuff, keeping COVID and everything else in mind.
2: Good question. Crazy. It was well. It was really bizarre, honestly, moving during COVID because. You know, all the movers are, I mean, and this was, it had to have been the hottest day of the year when we moved yeah. and all the movers had to wear masks. We had to oh wear masks. Gosh. Everything had to be sanitized before and after, you know, and so they're following company policy. You feel bad for them because it's so hot and it's just, and it's such a long day. I mean, we, how many hours extra we ended up costing, I think twice what they quoted us, oh. not because they were bad, but just, we had just had so much stuff. Yeah. Not like, oh, like, not like cool stuff, just like garbage that we <laughs> hadn't gotten rid of. <laughs>
3: Right, but you probably didn't need to move anyway.
2: Well, we—he had a big revelation after. I did.
3: I was kind of like,
0: Tell look, well, let's just have them all move time. it, and then we'll be able to go through it all when we get there. Because she was like, we're gonna pay him to move. I said, we're well, gonna be moving stuff anyways. Well, I just didn't think about that. How much more time with all that crap we should have went through? We should have went through it. My mm-hmm. bad. I ate it. I know my mistake. <laughs>
2: And I, I just, owned up
0: to my mistake. Yep. Like
2: I just want you to say it on record because I second am. shot is record that he said he now also wants to do spring cleaning every year. Look, yeah. guys don't
3: guys don't learn a lesson until it hits their pocketbook. Yes, is that, correct, hundred percent. Yeah,
0: and the nightmare of unpacking it all, yeah. was worse than it would have been to just clean it out. And and I unpromptedly. Went and admitted to my Unpromptedly,
2: there's a heathism, boom.
0: <laughs> See, boom, right boom. back in. He's just
2: back, coming everybody. out hot right
1: out of the gate. Unpromptedly. You don't realize how much storage your house has until you start opening all those drawers and loading everything into a box, and suddenly you're like, oh my gosh, how do I have this many uh-huh. things? It's crazy.
0: Why didn't I get rid of this crap?
3: <laughs> Why have I had it this whole time? Yeah. I'm curious, what is the thing that... I'm not going to say what's the thing you don't like about the house, because obviously, like, you you built... But what is the thing that maybe has surprised you or you weren't ready for moving into this house that you've been, uh, you know... Looking over for years, is there something that you were like, oh, I didn't expect it to be this oh, way?
0: The electric bills and water bills. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: and-
0: <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah.
2: The bills. It's so true. Yeah. It's so true. Everything.
0: There's so many things that you end up going, man, why did we do that? We yeah. should have done this, should have done that. It's like, you think about all the time we had to look over it, you would have thought we'd have caught it all. But, mm-hmm. and, and, and I also said, I never want to build again. However, what Jenny has said a lot, which is so true, is that it actually would be easier to build again because you know so much more about, you know, what you're looking at when you're looking at it on paper versus what's real life type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's crazy. I mean, what about you guys? Y'all, y'all been doing lots of podcasting. I mean, I know that Zach, yeah, you're still on your own. Zach How did update. you?
1: Oh, man. Okay. So where do I start? Uh, I got a cat, which oh. I've never had a pet. So that's new. <laughs> it's a long time <laughs> oh, coming. Oh, wow. Is, uh, a pandemic
2: very... pet. This is, pandemic is such a trend right now. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. I, I was not super into that idea, but it's actually something Christine's been getting getting on me about for like three years like she's wanted a cat for so long and i've always been like yeah we'll figure it out and one day in the middle of quarantine she was just like when are we getting a cat and i was like you know what let's figure why Why not not? like and when she had a friend in houston that had a cat that had a litter kitty so i went and got it adorable his name is chips he's amazing chips is the best cat uh so chips is very cool very floofy tail i grew a beard which is very exciting it's looking so good. Don't uh, worry, you guys. It's, I'll post she
2: got me it.
0: Some beard oil? Dude.
2: <laughs> oh, oh my God! Whoa! You uh, know, but, you're like a proper bearded man. Uh, you, you know, yeah. I'm not that good at
1: using it, but I'm starting to do this thing where I control my mustache like Dick Dastardly, right? Which is cool. Uh, so I like doing that. And um, I, I started a company, which is weird. Yeah,
2: you had these business cards you brought out. All of a I sudden, got, you're so professional. Oh, that's yeah, true. I,
1: I came in and started handing out business cards to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I just started. I stopped. I've been freelancing and I thought uh, in the middle of the pandemic, I had a little less business and more time on my hands. I was like, well, how hard could it be to file an LLC with the state of Texas? That's not too tough. And it turns out that's actually pretty easy. Um, There's a lot of tough things that come after that. But we'll figure that out. Like it's fine. But now I'm a uh, you know I'm I'm a, I'm a job creator in America. So yep. I'm stimulating the economy. That's what I'm Absolutely. doing. There you go. Yeah. What? So you're all welcome. And, and so if
0: anybody wanted to do podcast freelancing and stuff around Metroplex, they'd call you. And they you could, do could it. call me.
1: Yeah, I suppose they could. Yeah. yeah. Now I got to figure out how I can start sponsoring Second Shot. I can <laughs> yeah. do that. Yeah. I start running ads on this thing. Oh baby, nobody can get away from it. Yeah. yeah exactly. It's be great.
2: What has been the hardest part about? Because listen, you guys, and for people who are new to the podcast, like if you had just been hearing these sit downs i've been doing alone and you're like who the heck are these other people go back to the original episodes so zach and matt are you know longtime producers of the show i'm jenny heath is my husband the one with the accent because um, this is the audio version not the video version and zach will remember has been talking about doing this business like forever forever yeah. and you were doing it. I mean, you were freelancing, but you hadn't really made it official. Yeah, you know, the,
1: the problem was like four years ago. I started doing a podcast with a man named Heath Oaks, and for four years, Heath was whispering in my ear every week, like, "Do it. You can be an entrepreneur. You you could you could you could
2: but pull I, yourself but, up by your bootstraps." But I also
1: told you that it wasn't easy. You also told me it wasn't easy, and I didn't really listen to the second part as much. But I was very excited <laughs> by the first part, um, and it's hard. I, I I'm good at the. Production end of stuff like podcasting, making videos, video marketing, social media, graphic design—that stuff I'm great at. Like, I can do that stuff no problem. I can build just like all kinds of stuff. It's the mental game. When when we're in the middle of a pandemic and I have very few clients, and it's like I gotta start turning out some profit here. I gotta start making something work, and I start going through contacts, and nothing really starts turning out. That's hard. That's the part that gets me. It's it's getting back on the horse every morning, going okay, I gotta keep a schedule, I gotta keep working. Um, that's the part I'm not good at. So I'm figuring it out.
0: Well I can tell but I can yeah. tell you this though too. Here's the number one one of the number one keys that you've got to go look at and do then. Mm. Everybody in, in my in, when I have people that come in that are starting an insurance agency or something, yeah. Number one key is you, it's a, a partner, you know, partnerships are what really make things turn and go. Yeah. You find that other person with the other skill set, the sales part the all the other stuff that you don't like. Yeah. And they do that, and you have your part, and that's when things can really take off and take a load off your to, back. To it's exactly,
1: it's exactly what Christine's been telling me. Yep. Yeah, she's like, you need somebody that can sell. She's like, you're just not that good of a salesman. You need that other person. Yeah. 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 And it, I'm not good at selling. And, and I, you're not man. the only
0: one. I mean, all of us do. Every every person starts something. Yeah. It's so key to have two people completely different, opposite that, yep. that have different skill sets to do something. And nobody yep. is
1: good at everything. Yeah. Man. Like, yeah. Correct Hate that the truth. Yeah. And I'm not good at accepting failure, which means I'm not that good at sales, because sales <laughs> is like 99 failure. There, Absolutely, and one percent success. Yes. And I'm really trying to wrap my head around it. But Matt, what's been going on with you? Oh, he uh,
2: turns the topic <laughs> quickly. We'll get he back got, to you, Zach. We're not done with come. you. He, yeah. he got
3: he got off himself quick. Uh, we got rats. Uh, that's great. I've been I've been for the we, last like couple pet? months. Like no, like uh, infestation oh, like in the
2: oh, no. Oh, so, hell no. Um,
3: I was telling you guys off the air that I, we live in an older neighborhood in Dallas. Uh, houses from the 40s and 50s. Beautiful, you know, lots mm-hmm. of character. Uh, pier and Beam Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's been happening over the last, I'd say, really over the last year, but over the last couple of years, is anytime one of those houses sells, they tear it down they build, you know, some brand new home on it. Well, <clears throat> that ends up inevitably driving the little rats that have been maybe just hanging Spread out, out everywhere there, right. and they take off into the rest of the neighborhood and they all found their way to my house. Um, <laughs> oh, so, like awesome. Pied
2: Piper.
0: You yeah. need, you need cats.
3: Uh, we, we have them. Yeah, They're useless.
2: Right. Have a play date. With so
3: them. I noticed in they were they, they really loved our garage. There was nothing in there for them to get into, but they were just all over the place in there. I, I noticed I'd go down there, and I'd see one run across the top of the garage door or, you know. You like pass out? You know, <laughs> getting into something. And I thought, well, I can't really deal with this on my own. So we called the company out. They said, well, you've got rats in the attic, rats in the foundation, rats in the garage. Basically, you had like three little colonies of rats in our house that had all just, like, sprung up. And I guess they'd been there, and but we just never noticed them. So, uh, a couple grand later, and we are free of rats, and we have all new insulation in our attic. Oh, no. Um I, I mean, that, that's the nice part, is we got brand new insulation in the attic. It looks great up there. Uh, they sealed the house completely off. It is a fortress now for rats, like, to keep them out. Good. Um, you
2: guys just don't even mess with their house.
3: It was, a, it was a rough couple of weeks. Well, it was a rough... Until we got to the point where we hired a company, and then it was like, well, we got to come back and check traps every couple of days, and it's yeah. gonna, we're going to catch one, and it's going to smell a little bit oh. until we get there. Mm. It was pretty bad. They caught one. I'll, sh- I'll just show you guys, and you can react for the audience. They caught one, no kidding, that no. big. No. It was bigger than one of our cats.
2: No. <laughs> They're like, we
3: caught the king. Um, so.
2: Wait, who was freaking out more?
3: Uh, well, I mean, my wife... Had previously worked in a pet store. She does not want wild rats, but she's okay with with rats. Domestic. Um, and I I surprisingly kept it together because they weren't <laughs> impacting me. Oh they gosh, weren't in I'm the house. I'm
2: surprised hu- I never saw her post about this on social media. Yeah. She's so funny on Facebook. They
3: yeah. the the very the saving grace of this whole thing is they never got their way into the, into the house proper. Yeah. They were in the garage, which is connected, oh, but okay. they never got into the house. So we never had to deal with them like tearing up the pantry or running through the house or anything like that. So that was nice. I'm sure if we had let it go for a few more months, they probably would have. I already saw where they were trying to make their way in. So, um, but they are they are gone and we are we are free of that. But that was that was our drama for the last I'd say couple of months. Um, Otherwise, you know, work's going great. Um, I'll have an update at the end of the show on some freelance work that I think all you guys will be very excited about. Mm. Um, Fans of podcasting will be very excited about. But other than that, um, it's been it's been
0: pretty good. So you've been doing you some freelance stuff too.
3: I have been um, not not a lot, but it's it's more. Um, you know, people will reach out to me and they say, "Hey, um, we need an editor for a quick job, or this or that," and um, I'll take it on. And one of them just ended up being, "Hey, I just need a consultation," and I talked to them. and They said, "Well, why don't we just work together?" And so, luckily, my nights are my nights and weekends are mine. So I was like, yeah, might as well do something that sounds exciting, and yeah, um, it's turned into something pretty cool, I think.
2: Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's it's crazy. It's this whole time of just everything trying to figure out this new normal. There's all kinds of stuff coming into play. I mean, oh. sales is down big time with what we do, and it's obviously we're 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 starting to flatten the curve out some, which is great, and kind of coming out of it, and um,
2: like with sales dropping yeah, or with yeah, coronavirus. Yeah.
0: Yeah, sales. There's Flatten sales. the
2: curve is I guess it's a universal term now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, we, in sales, we use flattening the curve a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's, it's finally leveled out some to where, and we're actually eating back in some of it, which has been nice, but it's been fun trying to figure it out. Have you seen
3: new business avenues open up because of this, or is it just more finding new ways to do old stuff?
0: Finding, uh, there, there's a lot of the parts of the process we're able to get more efficient by doing virtually now that so many more people have accepted virtual stuff, you know. To like where,
2: enrolling, explain what you do for people that Yeah, like
0: know. enrolling in insurance and, and, you know, meeting with people, you know, so like companies before wouldn't be open to wanting their employees to do call center enrollment, their benefits, now they are. Yeah. Which means we can have our enrollers at home and doing them so they can do more because they're not having travel in between, so it's less cost for them. Um, but it also has its downsides. You know, it's you're not going to get as much of a sale with it all, but it it could be, it definitely could be worse, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Like,
2: basically, people are able to do, like, book more appointments, but people aren't purchasing as much at each each appointment. Because there is something to be said for being person to person. It is. Right? It's kind of hard to replace. There's a lot of things that
0: I think in this world, as a general, we're all not going to go back to. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that the majority of it, a lot of people, the human interaction's still there that you need, Yeah, a lot of people need it.
2: So you don't, you don't anticipate your whole sales force going virtual or anything like this? No, I this? don't,
0: I mean, I just think there's like, it's just like what Zach's talking about right now, with him trying to do it off with the rejection and the, all of that, the thing that has always kept a lot of the people in sales and what we do that are all getting rejected nonstop is coming back and being around people to help lift them up and Zach being on his own as an mm-hmm. entrepreneur not having that team around him to help pick him up when it's there, which we all need. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of things that people are missing that, you that's know, so we true. can, we can interject some virtual stuff, but ultimately we all need human connection. You know, yeah. as much as anybody can say stuff that we all need it. Oh my gosh.
2: The introvert himself is saying that <laughs> Yeah. Heath loved the beginning of the pandemic.
3: I did. I liked it too. I, I liked it. A I, I, I gotta I think say, we all did. I it really, was really It was kind of
2: fun. Like it was summer vacation for a minute. It was just kind of I mean, vacationy.
3: We had the luxury to like it. I guess I, I should yeah, say. Yeah. You know, a lot of people absolutely. probably didn't. But no, absolutely. And, yeah.
2: and I shouldn't have said it. I shouldn't <laughs> have worded on it, it here, that yet. way. Yeah. I'm very, very. I mean, I work in news every day. I'm very, very aware of the tragedies, and we've experienced them uh, with some of our loved ones too. But I would just say that it was just a little bit of a reprieve. I don't think that we ever thought that we would still be in this place. No. This much longer. Um, okay, so he well, but, seen, but what about
0: you? You huh. you literally started a brand new show in the middle of a pandemic.
2: I I have no idea what my <laughs> there were life times that right
0: she now. shot this TV show in her closet. She was in her closet <laughs> for weeks. Doing there you go for the, weeks. the new TV show from her closet. Yes, yeah. but that's
3: okay. Like that's what that's what I've been so amazed by is like I'm seeing things on television that I would have never thought in a million yeah. years I'd seen, you know, oh, people man. doing and their kids are running around in the background or their dogs or cats yeah. are running oh, around in the background. Jumped in. she or, came
2: in on live TV. Yeah, one morning. And it's
3: okay. Like that's, yeah. that's what's so great about it is like, Everybody's we are okay.
0: Everybody's accepting.
3: Yeah. It. We are yeah. opening the doors to all new ways of doing some of the stuff that we do.
2: Yep. I agree. I think it is. I still don't ever want to work from home and have her here because you're either ignoring your job or you're ignoring your child. And that's, the tr- that's the like real reality for a lot of parents right now, and that's not placing a judgment on you. That's me understanding you and no- understanding how hard it is because when you're here trying to do your job, and then your ch- you know little kids, she's three years old, like they need you constantly. Like you have to you know be their their number one. But then your job has to be your number one because you've got to pay right. the bills, right? Yeah. So it's just – it's a really weird um, – Hard time to balance for parents. Yeah, it's a hard, it's a hard time for, for parents. And women have been, you know, in many cases disproportionately affected if they have kids because that's typically who ends up staying home. And then, you know, there's just – there's career goals that people are trying to hit and stuff. But I am super thankful for the job, super thankful for the show. Um The sit-downs that I've been doing, those air in a short version on TV, and then we air the long version on this podcast, which has been really You've had some really cool people on there. Oh, man, we've been getting some good gets. And I think the power of the TV show, you're able to get, you know, some really good guests and stuff, which has been really cool. Um, But I was thinking about, babe, I was talking to you about this earlier, and I was like, oh, that should be something cool for the podcast, is the question of, you know, you manage all these different teams here and in parts of Louisiana and parts of Oklahoma, what, and some of them have, like, dropped off <laughs> completely, and some of them have really done well. So, like, what's the difference? What's making people succeed right now?
0: Well, ultimately, it, it's tougher to get sales. So you find out the people who have that extra something. Um, I mean, on, here's, here's the thing, too, is a lot of them, you know, they got, um, they got a lot of the government money for stuff since it, it's their businesses. And so it kind of – you saw the ones that if things are comfortable – that they'll lay up, and and they got that, and it kind of tied them over, so they just basically said, I'm going to set it out, versus the ones that said, I, I'm to, I've gonna, i got to make it up, because it was two and three times harder to get a sale than it was previously, mm-hmm. so it's easier to lay up, where some of them said, I'm not going to accept it, and they didn't accept that it was going to be tougher, even though it was, but they still got sales. I mean, nobody was, um, you know, you know, Old numbers of Rockstar, but they were staying afloat and doing better and have left yeah. the other ones in the dust because they have continued to try to say, I'm going, I'm not going to accept the fact that it can't be done. I'm going to find a way. And it's amazing to continually watch those people that always find a way versus ones that don't.
3: I've, I've heard COVID-19 re- being referred to as the great accelerator. Yeah, in in a bad way in some ways cuz it yeah, means yeah. a lot of businesses that maybe wouldn't have gone out of business 10 years now <laughs> until 10 yeah. years are now out of business but also in a good way in the fact that it really makes you see quickly who's got it and who doesn't yeah and you know if you were able to find a way to work through all this stuff and you've had all your processes together and you're like, I can, I can shift gears and I can get into what I need to get into. Then you probably did all right. You know, you probably did. Okay.
0: Well, and the good thing for everybody listening, the old second shot, if you go back before the sit downs, if you haven't been listening, we we would do two episodes of two different headlines. And then the third one where we would catch around and on this one, we decided we were going to start it off with the first kind of majority part of it all catching up. Because obviously, yes, none of us have been like getting, getting the ever, game right? back yeah. together. Uh, yeah. but, then, but, but the good news is that um, coming back up right after break here, we're going to do a traditional second shot. We've got a great, Classic. typical Heath Oaks headline <laughs> that we're going to hit on. And I think it'll be a lot of fun. So we'll be back in a minute on the second segment of Second Shot.
1: Psst. Hey, it's Zach. I'm in my apartment recording this audio so Matt can sneak it into the show before Jenny and Heath hear it. I know they always do the sponsor reads, but guys, I had to get in here so I could tell you about Energy Ogre. They've been a longtime supporter of the show, and this summer, Christine and I finally signed up to see if they're really as good as Heath and Jenny say. And guys, Energy Ogre is totally legit. It's crazy, check this out. You sign up for Energy Ogre for just $10 a month. You send them your most recent power bill and the team at Energy Ogre will run the numbers to find out how you can save more money on your bill by switching to a different provider. Then they'll switch you over to that provider for you. And you'll immediately start saving money that you would have been spending on whatever company was ripping you off in the first place. Christine and I switched over this summer and I've been kicking myself for not signing up earlier ever since. We saved so much off our power bill that we paid for Energy Ogre's service fee and now we got a little extra scratch for date night. If you live in Texas, if you're in a house or an apartment, whatever, go to energyogre.com right now and put in the promo code SECONDSHOT, and you can get your first month totally free. Support Energy Ogre, support Second Shot, and support your savings by switching to Energy Ogre.
0: Now, right before we get to this headline... I've got to start off since Jenny has not done a good job at this lately. Mm. Oh. What? I'm starting off by shaming everybody. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, oh my gosh, it's
2: true. You haven't shamed It's been a, while. It's I have, been a well, while. I know. It's kind of awkward because I'm doing, you know, yeah. the interviews are now like in a professional setting, which is super annoying. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You got it. And, 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 and for so those. It's hard to shame people in front of guests and stuff. So.
0: Those of you that are new, I'm really good at shaming everybody to leave us a rating and review. It's key to go and leave us a rating and review. Share this with your friends so we can help other people see it and find it. Um, and you
2: just scroll all the way down on iTunes. People get very confused. You yeah. have to scroll all the way down to the bottom on your app and then hopefully give it five stars if you think that it rocks. This is, this
1: is good podcast etiquette. You should do this for any show you listen yes, to. Go give them a rating and review. Seriously. Yes, it means you like the world to yes. them, including I do,
2: us. I do too. And I've been on a rating and review sort of spree with to. the ones that I listen to because, again, we can't ask for it if we don't get it back. And and then sometimes, oh, sometimes it gets really controversial in there. And you're like, whoa, why is everyone hating on this podcast? And it's a yeah. you know, whole thing. But um, but yeah, we would love that. And we haven't gotten any ratings or reviews since you all stopped being, like, since we started doing the sit-downs. So. Um, and let us know, too, you guys, are you liking the sit-downs? Are you kind of like, no, we want the, you know, the whole crew back together again? Let us know what you guys like, what you're into. We want this to be a show for you. Um, and we're just kind of like everybody, kind of making it through the pandemic and trying to just bring the best value, the most fun, the most interesting topics to you.
0: And I got to tell you, when I saw this headline... I just scream. It screamed. Second shot. This headline was like, <laughs> I think, I think they may have done the headline just for us. Yeah, it's it the reason we came back
1: together. <laughs> the timing is so perfect. Yes, uh, the headline is: Wild Hogs in Italy Destroyed Twenty Two Thousand Dollars Worth of Cocaine Buried in the Woods. <laughs> oh, I
2: love it. I love it. Mean? I love it.
1: Yes, Uh, so here's the story. Uh, Police in Italy had realized that there was a serious drug problem, probably among a few in the community over there, and they had wiretapped a certain gang's phones that they thought were up to no good. Turns out, the gang was really good about not communicating what they were doing, what was happening, they were using codes, but suddenly, one of them discovered a problem. They had had stashed $22,000 worth of drugs, in jars out in the woods, and they had been sniffed up and eaten and and stomped over by wild hogs outside (laughs) Tuscany.
2: What?
1: Yes, uh, this article makes a joke about Mother Nature uh, seeing enough of her children being drug-related. I don't know. The point is, uh, cops went out,
0: figured it out, busted the guys, and uh, never found out what happened to the hogs. Hopefully, they're okay. Oh, they're having a can, good time. Can you imagine if you're, like, chilling in your house in the backyard, you look, got these tweaker hogs coming by, like, just tweaking oh around, my like, like, you know what I mean? Like, Across you the just, villa? These hogs going crazy. I was saying They've got white stuff all over their noses, tweaked out.
2: How much money worth of cocaine?
1: $22,000. Oh, I, I was
3: saying, yeah, like, hogs, anyone who hasn't lived in an area where there's feral hogs don't know the kind of chaos they can cause. <laughs> And the last thing you need is a bunch of coked up javelinas <laughs> yeah. running around and <laughs> yeah. like that's, digging up all your garden. And
0: that's like that's like taking this really high strung person and just taking it to another a no other level because hogs times. are all not like just crazy. A, not just a high strung per,
3: a high strung like bodybuilder. Yes,
0: yes, I <laughs> yeah, yeah. can tear yeah. down
3: a wall already. Yeah.
0: And here's well, what's crazy great. is
2: none of y'all really had a good second shot. Y'all couldn't think of seeing second. Well, I was just, man, I this is idea. great. Yeah. Well, okay, so what's your And just for people yeah. who know, what the whole point of Second Shot is we take a second shot at the news headlines of the day to kind of take a what's the life lesson, business lesson, family lesson, or whatever lesson to pull out of it. What was your lesson, babe?
0: My lesson was that, you know, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day and they started talking about it, people that are lying, tell the truth and whatnot, and how You know that some of these people that it's got to be the worst part about a lie is that they've got to they got to remember what lie they told to who, where, and when. And I think about like these people that when you're in these, when you're doing stuff bad and illegal, you got to get crazy like putting it in jars and digging it underground. And 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 so you're putting yourself at like a double whammy because you're you're you can leave it open for hogs to come find your cocaine and get it all up. Where if you were doing something legit and how by the book. You don't have to worry about all these things and that, that how many people I watch and see in business that, that continually try to skirt the truth and they got to remember lies. And it's like, man, how great of a world it is to live in when you don't have to remember a lie to, in which lie you told who. And, and in business, in the pandemic, you're really going to see the more of the people that when it comes crumbling down, everything they were trying to prop up that was not correct all came tumbling down on them. And when you're doing this, you're building a house on a glass foundation versus a solid concrete, and it's going to come tumbling down at some point. You can't keep digging, you can't keep hiding cocaine out in the pasture and not expect a hog to come find it, you know? Yeah. Like it's going to go. happen. I love it. And so when I think about it, I go, man, you, you, you don't understand that if you're living, if you're going and to watch all these American Greed shows and stuff. Oh, we love that show, you guys. Yeah. And what it, all, of these, all of these people, the downfall happens is that it all starts with a very small little lie. Right. It's like one little thing to cover up and then you can't, you got to cover something else up. And next thing you know, you're a full blown drug dealer and you didn't even try to, Right. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens, and you got, that, you got to be careful about that. You can't, white lies do lead to more. Doing one little wrong thing can lead to another big thing you got to cover up, which leads to another, which leads to another, and then you don't remember it, and next thing you know, hogs are finding your cocaine, and you out of luck. True that. Yeah. My, it,
2: it reminds me of the, all the people getting, who are getting loans right now, who don't need them, who are now being caught and found out. I'm sure you guys have started to see articles pop oh, up about yeah. that. Sure. Oh my gosh, people who have like faked their own death. I mean, people have gotten crazy with these loans that are supposed to be for businesses and for people who are really struggling. And now it's like insane. And these are this is going to keep happening. I think this is just sort of like we're just starting to see the beginning of it. But it's going to keep happening. People who now are stuck in kind of like what Heath mentioned, this web of lies of <laughs> trying to get these loans and trying to get this free money to kind of skate through life for a few months. Hmm. What was yours, Matt?
3: My thought on this was trust your gut, right? <laughs> I think about how people are constantly amazed about what animals can do. And uh, I kn- there's there's some truth to, you know, maybe their senses are a little bit better than ours in some ways or others. But I, I always think, you know, the reason why they can be so great at some of this stuff. The reason why these hogs can go find this cocaine is because they're not worrying about all these other things going on. You know, They're not trying to decode messages between drug dealers and they're not trying to chase down every little lead. They just follow their gut, right? And their gut leads them to a bunch of jars of cocaine in the ground. And I, I, I see so many people who get to the end of the line on a, on a project or a decision and they think, gosh, if I had just done the thing that I thought uh. I should have done... At the beginning that like nature was telling me to do um or whatever my senses were telling me to do they were telling me to go this way but i let this person over here tell me one thing and i let my doubt tell me another thing and i let you know all these these books that i've read or or whatever like any any number of things that may have led me to different paths our
0: instinct is is right a lot right
3: like you know more than maybe you think you do and it it presents itself as a gut feeling, but really what it is, it's that it's all of your senses working together and telling you this is the way I ought to go. So yeah, I hear that story, and I'm like, all these people were working all these different angles to try and find out what was going on, and really all it took was just a bunch of hogs. But yeah, right, just a bunch of creatures that were following their instincts, and they got it done. So yeah, I think I think there's a lesson in there of trusting your gut, and you know, it it may lead you astray sometimes, but you can learn from that and you can at least say I made an honest decision in doing so. Wow. I think it's about keeping a
1: tight team. That's what I think. All right? (laughs) When you're going
3: to be doing bad things, like everybody on
1: that team better be straight and everybody better be, you better be ready to get crossed up because something will go wrong, especially when you're doing things not completely on the books. And when they do, Everybody on there's got to be on the same page and the same level all the time. You got to operate at 110% when the stakes are that high. When you got $22,000 buried in the woods and your phones are wiretapped, you better be on always. <laughs> yeah, right? You better not ever slip once. And you better know where the hogs do, are. You're yeah. all done for. So when you're yeah. going to have a team and you guys are going to go hard, you better be ready because the world is coming for you, especially if you're doing things illegally, but I mean that's yeah.
2: That's the thing though. When When everything's not in the up and up, there's always going to be somebody who wasn't totally for the bad deed to begin with and kind of thinks that y'all are messed up but goes with it anyway because it's kind of their only option the second that things go wrong that's the first person to step out and be like um officer
1: yep (laughs) somebody will snitch
2: yeah so that's you know i mean that's just yeah if you're gonna do bad stuff you gotta do it alone because somebody's gonna tell (laughs) right
1: Uh, you you either have to do it alone you gotta be real tight with your people yeah real good and odds are you're not even if you think you are because as soon as something goes wrong you're done for
0: what I want to encourage you all with, as well, is to think about. Jenny sent me this article. This it was either this week or last week. I can't remember. And um, if you're, if maybe if you're in that position where you're, you're starting to feel like a snowball's coming down on you because you you made a mistake or two and you've told some stuff you shouldn't have told and you're not remembering and it's almost feel like the walls are closing in on you. You know, sometimes it's best to let go of some stuff and just get out and, and, and step up and, you know, maybe you own some stuff and, and you got to let go of some stuff. She sent me this article that talked about this old Chinese proverb that how they used to catch um, monkeys. And it's called let go of the rice. And so Oh, you read it. I I oh, I it. didn't know yeah. you read oh, it. I
2: loved it. it. That makes me so happy. Well, listen, um, hold on. Let go of so it. So it's oh, a Chinese it's, proverb of how they
0: caught monkeys. So what they would do is they would hollow out the center of a coconut. They'd set it down and they'd have rice that they'd run a trail and put rice in the middle of the coconut. And the, the hole would be just big enough for a monkey's hand to get through. But a monkey would reach their hand down and there, grab rice, and they couldn't pull their hand out without letting go of the rice.
3: Because they were making a fist. So,
0: yeah. the, you know, 85% of the monkeys would get caught because they would not let go of that rice. Because they, could, they, they, they couldn't get their mind off that one thing of, like, this is, I'm holding right. on to dear life with this, I want my rice, and they would get caught. And, and they would be, you know, get caught and they would get killed or whatever happened to them afterwards while they were trying to catch them, right? And, you know, only a small percentage would. And I think about these people that get in these snowballs and they won't just let go and own up to whatever it is. And it's like there's so many times that if you just owned up to it, then maybe it's a small repercussions. But what, if you end up holding on to that rice the whole dang time, you're caught. Mm-hmm. And then you're going down big time. and It's like just let go of the rice, and, and and take whatever, the, the fall that you're going to take now is nothing compared to what you're going to take if you continue on the ways you're on. Um, and, and I think that's a massive, massive, it hit me hard with the let go of the rice. I think it's such a huge, you know, it's something I can really visualize. You oh, know? I'm
2: glad you liked it I didn't know that you ever read it. And I yeah. had heard a speaker talking about it. If you guys want to find it, you just search let go of the rice. But um, Heath explained it pretty well. And I was kind of thinking of, the let go of the rice in more of a scarcity mindset mode Mm. where it's like say you've got this one deal and it's not a very good deal you're not loving it you're not enjoying it it doesn't bring you joy but it's like the one thing you have so you just hold on to it and hold on to it and hold on to it and you never let go and you miss all the other opportunities and you miss the idea that like how many people are there in this world you know I don't know but a lot. And there's probably a deal to be done with somebody that's more aligned with you or there's probably a tribe of people that's more aligned with you. But you're holding on to this one thing because you're so stuck in a scarcity mindset that you can't see anything outside of it. And I relate to this because I think that I'm naturally more inclined to be that person. So I really have to work on it and work on like seeing other opportunities and seeing other things. So I, I kind of like saw that same thing and thought, um, you know, let go of the rice because if there's maybe a, a partnership or a job or just a, I don't know, a side gig or an opportunity that just doesn't feel great, but you're like, I don't know, it's all I got, so I'm just going to do it. Usually that's not a great way to go because there are, there are so many other people to partner with and to do business with.
0: And it, it's crazy to me to think that 85% of these monkeys, they had to have their hand in there holding that rice, <clears throat> and they had to be able to see. I can see almost holding on to it, but then when you start seeing the people coming to get you to capture you, they still wouldn't let it go. You know, think about that. Yeah. They saw them coming, and couldn't let go of the rice. And I can't help but think there's some people listening right now that are in some situations that they see the end coming, but yet they're not willing to let it go right now and just and and moving on from that of what the repercussions may be. But they're going to be much worse if you let them get to you. Yep. You know. So um, I felt good about tonight. I'm so glad we all got back together. That's awesome. It's been I've a blast. I you
2: guys. Yeah. I mean, I live with Heath, but I yeah. miss the rest of you guys. Well, and
0: and we're going to try to get back in regular mode of doing some of these. It's been crazy for me for work and and and, and so with Jenny and everybody, so it's just been hard to get it all, but we're going to try to make sure on a regular basis we get it and um, but I figure maybe start with Zach and, you know, tell them what you're up to. If there's anything you want to let them know, where they can find you at. And- sure. Yeah, uh, and tell
2: everybody exactly, okay, here, we need to work on your elevator pitch. Yeah. You know, telling people exactly what you offer because I've known you for how long and I still don't know exactly what you offer. Video
1: marketing, done. I'll market anything for you.
2: Okay, Perfect. so do you make the video and then put it out there on the internet? Yep. Do you... Make the website. Do you shoot the video? Do you edit it?
1: I see that as a little complicated. We do need to work on my elevator pitch. Uh, At Apple Zachintosh on Twitter and Instagram. uh, I got a website. It's coming. <laughs> I'll tell you about it later. Uh, if you want to know what's going on with the movies, though, because they are opening back up, believe it or not, <gasps> Off oh, yes! Script Film Review is the yep. only podcast in town to tell you what Tenet is like and what's going on in that movie. And and if you pay $30 for Mulan, I can tell you what's all about that because I paid oh. for it. And, uh, and yeah, that's what's going on with Zach.
2: Oh, that's awesome, Zach. <laughs> I'm so happy to see you.
3: Thanks. Um, you can, of course, find me at Matt Stoker1 on Instagram. I've uh, been trying to post more lately. I realized I've been slacking a little bit. And <clears throat> like I mentioned earlier, very excited, I'd mentioned it before, uh, there's a true crime show that um I did some work on. Uh we knocked out a 15 episode first uh season or first series and that will be launching on September 28th. So awesome. the Oh my god, The trailer is out there now. It's called True Crime Reporter. Uh you'll find it out there. There is a about 3 minute trailer, um, and that is the space where the podcast will be dropping, the episodes will start dropping on the 28th, so uh, go there, listen to the trailer if it's something that you like, if you like true crime, uh, if you live in Texas, if you like scandal and um, uh, corruption and Ooh. things I like, like that, things. you know, it's not just about serial killers and murderers, it's about what was happening in the Texas prison system during a very critical time, and um, the story there goes all sorts of places that you wouldn't expect to go. So uh, go to that page, listen to the trailer, and then subscribe, and you'll get the new episodes as, as they start dro- dropping. And I promise you, if you're a fan of true crime, this is going to be one of the best sounding shows you've ever you've ever heard. I'm really really proud so of it.
0: Somebody obviously did not let go of the rice.
2: <laughs> he did not let go of the rice. Yeah, somebody didn't. the rice. I let think they went not the got rice more yet.
3: rice uh, if you if you hear what happened. But mm. um, it is. Uh, I, I'm really really proud of it. I really like it, and I think. You'll like it, and uh, we're t- we're, we are on the path to make more. So, And awesome. if you like what that sounds like, uh, hit me up on Very Instagram cool. and let me know if you have an idea for something else.
2: Very so, cool. Well, let's see, guys. You've been hearing me on the podcast every week. You know, I've been doing the sit-downs with everybody. I'm on CW33, if you're in Dallas, weekdays from 10 to 11 a.m., and mostly I would love to see more of you in the Facebook page, in the Facebook group. Um, if you haven't listened in a while go back and binge listen we've got some sit downs and let us know if there's a guest that you would like to have on the show somebody a topic that you would like us to go over get back into the habit of sending us those articles you can email us secondshotcast at gmail.com and i am just really excited to see the three of you back together again it's been really fun
0: i've been very glad to be back it's felt like back at home (laughs)
2: <laughs> at home. Actually, actually. <laughs> oh, y'all like that? Oh, was that good? That was actually not good. No, yeah, you need to let like, go of the rice. You know that
0: was good. Uh, you can find good. me at Heath Oaks and at groups <laughs> on fire. Instagram and Facebook is where you can find me the most. Um, and so leave us a rating and review. I'm oh, going to yes. continue to shame you. Leave us a rating and review. We love you, and we'll see you next time.